0: real estate investors from florida georgia and texas there's a big online event this coming october that you shouldn't miss discover new techniques on how to grow your business and thrive in the middle of the crisis in no time just simply go to www.realestateiq.co summit and sign up today Good afternoon, everyone. hope you're having a wonderful Friday. Welcome to the due diligence for uh, Austin Real Estate Investors with Real Estate IQ. My name is Joseph De La Cruz. I'll be your host for today. Um, I also want to take this time to announce uh, we just launched a new version of our website. You can go to realestateiq.co. That's not a typo. It is .co. Um, Uh, and click on community or you can go right there by going to community.realestateiq.co and uh, we welcome you to join us there participate in all the groups we have Um, you know networking is a very very powerful aspect of the real estate business and unfortunately during the current times um, in-person networking is a bit harder so uh, we've created this community so that uh, you can meet people digitally grow your power team, um, network with others, find deals, find uh, vendors, sell some of your deals on the community. So definitely join us there. That being said, again, this event is brought to you by Real Estate IQ. We are the number one in deal finding. Uh, So we provide over 45,000 leads of distressed and motivated sellers every single month. And uh, we are in Texas, Florida, and Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Do let me know in the comments if there are other markets that you're interested in investing in. We'd love to hear from you uh, and have you kind of play a part in determining our our roadmap of uh, seeing where we will be next. That being said, um, let us continue here. So we do, I am excited always to talk about this guarantee uh, based on all the, the leads that we are offering. Um, we, we do have a guarantee here and that is you will always find a deal with Real Estate IQ. Um, when you look at our, our entire platform, which is not just the data, um, the leads, but we have an extensive network and community of other investors, uh, great vendors, partners for your business. When you look at all that together, the data, the education, the networking, um, everything in our platform, uh, we're confident that you'll be able to find a deal with us. Uh, on our on our community and our platform. So um, definitely take a look again at our website, explore our new community and uh, network. A little bit about Real Estate IQ, we've got, um, well, I guess we've been in business for about uh, five, close to six years now. Uh, over that span of time, we've been able to grow the company uh, by constantly bringing value to the market. So we've grown from uh, just our two co-founders up in Dallas um, to a company who employs over 80 people uh, involved ev- in everything from the user experience, um, front and back-end developments, data, data aggregation is huge. Uh, we're, we are um, establishing uh, connections with all the county databases, uh, official recorders, uh, the deed recorder office, uh, civil uh, court records, probate departments, tax assessor, that so in other words we have a lot of um, organizations with uh, that we work with to source all our data so we've got a whole team centered around that Um, and of course uh, the necessary teams to back our technology uh, the marketing and the sales customer success and customer service team as well a bit about our leadership team so we were founded um, about six years ago uh, by our co-founders steve and juan carlos based in dallas Uh, Then we've been able to um, spread across the Texas market and into other markets uh, by uh, finding some other team members. So Becky, director of education, myself, um, director of product development, and Rodney, um, based in Dallas, uh, director of IT. And um, what is notable here is that we're also all real estate investors ourselves. Uh, So not only are we running uh, the company, but we're also actively involved in many real estates. deals on a regular basis so a bit about myself Uh, my name is joseph sunday cruz Um, again i'm the products uh, manager and uh, director of product development i also oversee the austin and san antonio markets Uh, but i myself like i mentioned before i'm also a real estate investor here in central texas uh, focusing on um, right now it's actively doing some fix and flips uh, some wholesale deals And every couple active deals I do, I do make it a point to hold onto certain properties uh, for the long-term passive income and uh, wealth generation. My background, though, is more on the tech side. Uh, I spent about six years in corporate America here in Austin um, doing more data, uh, software, automation, and computer vision. Here, is, uh, here are some photos of recent projects I've done. Actually, the one on the, the laptop screen here uh, was the first deal I ever did as a real estate investor. Um, you know, from start to finish, I had done some wholesale or a wholesale deal before that. But this one was one I actually got It, it, it definitely has a special place in, um, in my mind and heart because uh, this was a deal I did as a real estate IQ client. Uh, I was actually working the HOA Lean List. And uh, got in touch with the homeowner there. Um, she was also about to be delinquent on her mortgage. So I was able to pick that up. Uh, that was my first, again, first deal from kind of from marketing to contract close. And then I, I flipped. I got a hard money loan, flipped that um, all by working the real estate IQ list. And of course, I've uh, done about um, eight or nine more deals since then. Um, definitely here's a shameless plug, uh, for my uh, Facebook page, check it out. We just started, um, leveraging social media a lot. I'd love for you to check out our page, like it, uh, interact with us and I'll do the same for you and your business. I think that's one thing that, um, we can help each other out on, uh, is our social media presence. So go to our, uh, my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash new uh, would love to interact with you. If you've got any uh, potential buyers, um, just, you know, keep, keep the network alive. Um, let's, let's stick together. We can, each, we can all help each other out. If you've got a page as well that uh, you'd, want to, you'd want me to help promote, just um, shoot it over to me on Facebook as well, and let's do what we can to help each other out. All right. So before we get into the presentation, I also want to take this time to acknowledge our sponsors. Uh, so one thing I do like to say about our sponsors, these are um, not people that we uh, we invite to be our sponsors um, just out of the blue uh, without uh, any consideration. Uh, we are very, very careful and selective of those we invite to be in our network and in our circle. I've personally done business with about half of these vendors as well and uh, have uh, nothing but great things to say about them. So on the hard money lending side, uh, oh, first and foremost, the contact information for all these vendors will be pasted into the chat window. So go ahead and pull up the chat window if you wanna get uh, the contact information for these vendors. I highly recommend that you make these uh, vendors part of your power team. Um, and just because, for example, we have three hard money lenders here doesn't mean you only have to pick one. Um, with hard money lenders, you many of them have, Um, Of course, similar, but uh, at at the same time, uh, some very unique and different uh, hard money loan programs. So you don't just want to have one, you might want to network, or I highly recommend that you network with several of them, see what kind of specialties and special programs they all have to offer. You know, these hard money lenders are all currently active as well uh, during the current um, market conditions. Next, we have Quest Trust Company if you've got um, IRA or 401K um, and uh, retirement funds that you wanna investigate how you can self-direct them and invest in real estate, definitely go with Quest. I've done several deals with them and uh, they're fantastic. Um, on the passive investment side, um, you can reach out to Note School. Also, they're very, very um, keen and uh, have some very, very excellent strategies on creative financing that you can learn from. So Eddie Speedwood Note School. And then for the buy and hold investors, we've got real property management. Uh, They've got operations all over Texas. Not quite sure, I think they're they're nationwide as well, but uh, we're kind of more plugged in on their Texas side. Definitely reach out to them if you're looking for any buy and hold um, property management services. And last but of course, uh, not least, if you're looking to take your business to the next level, uh, and you're looking for someone who's done that and helped several other businesses do that. Reach out to Sean with Action Coach. We've actually personally leveraged his services as well for Real Estate IQ, uh, with some fantastic results. So that being said, I also want you to hear from one of our uh, one of our. So I'm going to play this uh, video here. We're here at the Quest's Trillion Low Mixer right here, and I'm talking to Omero Corona. He's just made more than $100,000 with Real Estate IQ. Could you tell us about your story? Yeah, how's everybody doing? Romero Corona here at the uh, Quest Trust uh, Trillion Dollar Mixer. Really excited to share all my testimony my story with uh, Real Estate IQ. So over the last, uh, you know, about six, seven months, I've been using uh, their platform and getting some of their uh, lists. And I was able to uh, finish my first flip recently, where I was able to net about 85000 And in total, I think I've uh, been able to make about $100,000 with Real Estate IQ and their tools. So really excited to share this uh, great uh, you know, company with you guys. And definitely uh, give it a shot. I think you guys will uh, take advantage of all the tools, and uh, it will be profitable for you and your company. Thank you, guys. So, just like um, our client Homero, uh, we hope that um, you'd give us a shot as well. And uh, one of the one of the things I do have to say about our services: they're constantly evolving. We're adding new features all the time and making uh, new improvements. Um, unfortunately, for today we don't have the time to go over everything that we have to offer. We're only going to touch on maybe um, less than a quarter of the the functionality that our platform can provide. So the best way to learn about how we can help you and your business uh, is to do a, uh, a live demo of our services one-on-one with um, with uh, one of our product specialists. So if you're interested in that um, we just launched a poll question where you can um, opt-in to receive a live demo. So we'll reach out to you and figure out a, a time that's convenient with you. Uh, we'll do a one-on-one web-based uh, demonstration session tailored to you and your business. Uh, so definitely let us know by answering that poll question. That being said, um, we're all about, you know, as our, as our name suggests, Real Estate IQ, we're all about um, holding and hosting events and bringing products to you that help you improve your real estate IQ. The, the higher your real estate IQ, the more successful you will be in your business. So all our events are catered towards, um, on the one hand, for you to learn, but on the other hand, we also want you to have fun, to enjoy yourself in the, uh, in the meantime. Part of that is really to network with others. And um, unfortunately, during the current pandemic situation, it's been a bit more difficult So I highly encourage you, um, if you've got anything to, anything you want to tell other people, if you've got a deal that you're working on and you have some questions, um, if you want to wholesale a deal to someone, now's a great chance to do that. So feel free during this presentation, type something into the chat window. Um, I can also call it out um, as I see fit. So if you've got, again, a deal to wholesale or a question about a particular deal, feel free to type it into the chat window. I will leverage myself and all the other uh, attendees in the room as well to to help you network, to help you learn, and uh, give you the chance to to give back and help other people out as well. Um, On that note, we also do have several other webinars and free events um, that you can access and attend. So just go to our website, realestateiq.co forward slash freebies, and I'll pull this up again at the end of the presentation so that you can access it as well. So that being said, let's jump into the main presentation here, due diligence. Uh, so what we are covering, number one is running comps. Number two, how do you find and get a hold of owners? And number three, how do you do lien searches? Uh, at least in the basic sense, we're not by no means are we saying don't uh, involve a title company to do your official lien searches, but you wanna be able to do some investigation on your own even before you open title on any property. That being said, the things we're not covering um, due to uh, time constraints, we're not gonna be covering things like permitting, um, rehab costs, anything related to construction. Those are separate topics. We do have other experts and other vendors on our platform who can help you out there. Uh, But uh, so definitely check out our website for um, any other presentations that are related to more of the permits. Um, more of the um, construction and and inspection um, and contracting related things. So that being said, so first item here, running comps. Uh, So when I say comp, what I mean is comparables. Uh, So the motivation here is really um, seen by this, uh, by this photo here on the slide. I don't know if you've seen these around, around town. Um, I apologize. I didn't have a picture taken during the daytime. This was the, the only one I found on my phone. Uh, But I found this um, here in Austin in Travis County. It says fixer upper for sale, ARV 190K, sell um, 139K, and a telephone number. So let me know in the chat window if you've seen signs like these, um, and also if you've called the phone number. Um, So the idea here is that um, someone is wholesaling a property, they've got it under contract, ARV being the after repair value, Sale price one thirty nine, meaning uh, they will sell it to you for one thirty nine. So part of our due diligence process as real estate investors is really to figure out: um, okay, so this person is claiming the ARV is one ninety. Do I, you know, is that reliable? How do I know it's reliable? And the answer is you have to run the comps for yourself. You always have to do your own due diligence. You cannot rely on someone else, especially not someone who's trying to sell you the property. So the whole idea here is we need to figure out how much this property is going to be worth once, once we're done with it and once we sell it on the market. And um, as the saying goes, uh, how do you know how much something is worth? It, you know, it's well, however someone else is willing to pay for it. And the best way to do that is to look at similar properties. That's where we get the name comparables. So we look at the comps, the comparable properties, and um, give me a second here. Um, let me minimize these windows on Zoom. So we look at comparable properties and we see if our subject property is um, you know, house A, we look at homes that are similar to house A in various aspects, and we figure out how much those homes sold for and therefore, we can come up with the a- the ARV on our end. So here in Texas, um, what you'll know, what you probably know is um, there's a lot of websites online where you can get somewhat of an idea of how much a house is worth. Um, Zillow, Realtor.com, and all those portals. Um, but there's a, there's fine print associated with those. So number one, never use the Zestimate as your ARV because it is it is at best an estimate. Um, there isn't much. Uh, visibility into how that number has been come up with. So you always want to do your own due diligence again. Uh, number two, you don't necessarily want to use the tax assessed value because that might be, uh, that might be especially here in Austin, uh, it might not be a good reflection of the true market value of that property. So again, the best way to do this, um, traditionally speaking, you would reach out to a realtor and ask them, hey, what are the comps on this property? Or if you're a realtor yourself, you pull up the MLS, that is the multiple listing service, and you run the comps to figure out how much the property is worth. So the catch here in Texas being a non-disclosure state is that uh, the sold price of homes is not public records information. So in other words, um, how much I pay for my house, that is private information. It's available on the MLS if you have access to it, but um, otherwise that is not public information. Um, so some of you might say, hold on, I know that uh, I can look up public records and see how much uh, the mortgage was for, but uh, the mortgage amount isn't exactly the sales price. You can kind of draw some trends and make some assumptions uh, on that, but to really know the true sold price, you do need access to the MLS um, or a similar service, and that is one of the services that we at Real Estate IQ provide. It's called Fast CMA." CMA for a comparable a comparative market analysis. Uh, so I'm going to pull up that tool right now. Uh, but again, this is you know this is a concept that you can apply outside of Real Estate IQ. Of course, we hope that you'll use our our software as well. Uh, but again, the concepts we'll talk about here are applicable across the board and are not just specific to Real Estate IQ. So what I'm gonna do is pull up our service um, FastCMA here and I'm just gonna drop into full screen here. Uh, So I pulled up the Austin Metro for our FastCMA tool. I'm just gonna run a quick comp here on a property that I was looking at the other day. It is in Round Rock. um, So not exactly within Austin, uh, but nearby. So with any comparable analysis, what you want to do um, you want to define what is comparable to your subject property. Um, so c- how do we define comparable? Um, it's usually in, in, some, in three or four key aspects. So number one, we have to compare a house to a, another house. We don't want to compare a condo to a house or a mobile home to a house. So we select the property type or and subtype. So this is a residential home. And I'm looking specifically at houses. So I'm going to select house as the subtype. Next thing we want to do is we want to make sure we're not comparing something built in 1970 to something recently built. So um, you need to define what is, um, well, the year built on this particular home, which I know is 2004. Um, I'll show you as well a way that we can pull up all this information for the year built and the square footage as well but I'm familiar with the area so I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna enter these parameters here. The other thing you want to make sure you're doing is you're not comparing homes that sold two years ago to something that you're trying to sell now because of course, home prices have changed uh, over the last two years. So we wanna stay uh, within a certain recency which uh, we can set here to 180 days. Um, That number you can kind of adjust as necessary based on your knowledge of the market or based on the results, you know, how many comparables did you find? If you didn't find any in the last two months, maybe you need to go back three months and so on. Next, uh, distance is a key factor. You don't wanna compare a house uh, in downtown Austin to something in North Austin or in Round Rock. So we define uh, a distance range, a quarter mile radius. And uh, when you're happy with that, you can set the set the parameters here to um, to find the comparables here. But what I know about this particular area is that um, I need to increase the distance range a little bit here uh, because a lot of the homes that have sold are actually a little bit uh, further out. Uh, They're still in the same subdivision. Uh, I know that myself, but I'll show you that on the map. So once you've found the parameters that are appropriate and uh, that you're comfortable with for that particular subject property, so here you can see we have six sold properties, two active on the markets, uh, 10 that have been leased out or rented out. So you can go ahead and click Run CMA. And um, here, what you can see, oh, I think I have entered a, the wrong address here. I need to select 1020 monitor, there we go. Um, house, give, give me a second here. I think I had the wrong address cached in my browser here. Square footage, 1,500 square feet. Um, There we go. Find comparables. And there we go. So do apologize for that. I had the wrong address. Um, I was doing this earlier and had the wrong address cached in my browser. So there we go, 1020 Mondedale Trail. You can see here on the map Here's our subject property, and here are the recently sold properties. I know this area quite well as I have um, a rental property in this area. These two pockets are actually in the same subdivision still. Uh, So we've got um, all our comparable properties pulled up here. We can see the sold price when the house was built. And uh, for for any reason, if you're not happy with some of the comparables that were pulled up, Let's say based on the, ge- the geography, let's say these homes were in different subdivisions or they were you know separated by some major geographical feature. Maybe your subject property is beside a golf course, but not really in the subdivision that's, that's near the golf course. You might want to separate out homes that are close to the golf course versus ones that are not. So you could come in here and simply deselect the comps that you think are not appropriate At the same time, you can also view in in, uh, chart form here, you can see all the relevant parameters. We have uh, the subdivision, they're all in the same subdivision, Turtle Creek. You can see the sold price, the list price as well. Um, And then you can also see if it sold for what it was originally listed for, if there was a price reduction. And then of course you can see all the MLS related information here, uh, the comments. Um, and then most importantly, you do have access to the photos as well. So you can quickly thumb through all the photos for the subject properties comparable comps. And that gives you a good idea. You know, if you do get the subject property, these are basically the standard by which you need to uh, bring your subject property up to in order to achieve that, that ARV for that neighborhood. Speaking of the ARV, we can also look at the average of all the sold prices based on the dollar per square foot so you can see that on average when you take all the comps you look at the dollar per square foot and multiply by the size of your comparable or your subject property this is the average sold price of course you can do the same with properties that are currently active on the market and you can also look if you're looking for buy and hold and you want to figure out how much should I rent the property out for Uh, Of course, you can go to Rentometer, but uh, another uh, excellent resource is to run the comps right here on the MLS to see how much is the average monthly lease in that area. So you can see here, fifteen eighty one, for the average monthly lease for these homes. So that is the uh, comparable side. Let me know in the chat window if you've got any questions about running comps. Again, these concepts can be applied to a different tool, but... uh, CMA is an excellent tool for that. We've got coverage in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Dallas. So let's say you've got MLS access already in Austin, but you also want to do investments in Houston. You'll also need access to the MLS in Houston, and that means you now getting MLS access there or networking with people there. We can provide that for you. Uh, so let us know if you're interested in being able to run comps all over Texas. We can provide that service to you. Um, So that being said, I'm gonna pause here and make sure there are no questions. Um, All right, all right, so next. Uh, So we've talked about how do we figure out how much the homes are worth. Um, Many times the next part of your due diligence is really understanding and getting a hold of the owners, doing research around the owner's situation. Uh, So one of the things that you want to do, uh, often is let's say you're, you're driving around or you have a lead, um, you need to get in, you've got the property address, you've got the name of the owner, but you need to get in hold uh, a hold of them. So that's what we generally call skip tracing. Um, f- figuring out number one, who owns the property and number two, how do I get in touch with them by phone, by email, uh, by mail, whatnot. So um, you can of course, reach out to the county. Um, the county can give you the information of the property owner. Um, but as far as getting the phone number and contact information, that's, that's generally, um, <laughs> that's of course not uh, recorded with the county. That's something you have to go out and find on your own, and that's what we call skip tracing. So I'm going to talk about two ways to skip trace. Number one, I'll show you a great way to do it online for free, um, but it does take a bit more time, and it doesn't really make sense if you're trying to do large quantities of skip tracing. It's just going to eat up a lot of your time. Uh, number two, I'll show you how you can use Real Estate IQ to do the skip tracing and what kind of results uh, you can get from there. So going back to that particular example I had here, uh, I am going to pull up. Um, actually, I'm going I'm to stick to Austin. Or you know what? I'm going to pull the audience. Um, between Travis County and Williamson County, let me know in the chat window. Are there anyone who does investing in Travis County? Let me know. Just type it into the chat window. Just type in Travis if you're doing Travis County investments or type in Williamson County, or if none of those type in the County that you're investing in. So Brad's doing Williamson. Excellent. Uh, Thank you. Um, Excellent. So I'm going to go ahead. um, Unless I see an overwhelming response of Travis County, I will stick with Williamson since I already do have a property here on the screen that is in Williamson County. I'm gonna show you how to do the basic um, tracing there for Williamson County. So, uh, But the the concept here applies to um, across counties. It doesn't matter really what county you're working with unless it's a very, very small county in the middle of nowhere. They might not have the service available. But in general, what you want to do if you wanna skip trace someone, the first step is to figure out who owns the property. So you've got the address You wanna figure out who owns it. Um, You type into Google, type into Google the name of your county. So Williamson County and type in appraisal district. So if you're in Travis County, type in Travis County appraisal district. And usually the first result is the county name and then CAD for county appraisal district or central appraisal district. Uh, So go ahead, for Williamson CAD, you click on Williamson CAD, click on property search, and you type in the address of the property you are looking for. This is the the fun part with working with some of the county websites. For example, if you're searching for a street that has the name Street, S-T-R-E-E-T, you might have to abbreviate it as S-T or S-T-R. For trail, you might have to abbreviate it as trail. There we go. Uh, I had to find the right combination of spelling there. Um, so I'm looking for 1020. Let me just um, copy the proper spelling here and change it to 1020. That is odd. I guess 1020 doesn't exist there. 1019, uh, maybe that was the property I was looking for in the first place. Um, so 1019 Monadale Trail. Uh, And here you go. You've got the name of the owner and address. So you can see the owner is is out of state. Actually, this is definitely the property I was looking for because it is a California address. Um, So you've got a name and an address of the owner. Unfortunately, it's a P.O. box. So that's not going to help necessarily. uh, But at least we have a name and a city. So the next step you can do, if you're doing a one-off skip trace, I actually recommend this service. It's completely free. You can go online, type in truepeoplesearch.com, and um, you can type in the name and the, uh, the city. So this person's name is like David A. Um, and I'll, I'm not actually gonna do the search here. Uh, I wanna be <laughs> respectful of, of people's privacy here. So what you would do is you type in this person's name and the city, and then you'd be able to pull up a list of phone numbers. So um, I don't mind um, uh, here showcasing my, my own information here. Um, I don't mind that. Uh, so I'll show you, I'll illustrate how it works here. So for me, type in my name, the city, and then you will get a lot of information here. Um, this is the tricky part about it. So with all the free skip tracing services out there, you typically get, especially if the person has a very common name, you get a lot of interesting information. There's a lot of people with that name. Uh, But what you want to do here is filter through and find um, people that fit the profile that you're thinking of in terms of um, their address history uh, and their relatives and all that. So I know I used, so I used to live in Round Rock. uh, So what you could, uh, you know, and I have uh, several alias names here. So I know this one is, this one corresponds to me. But what you often have to do when you're skip tracing other individuals, you might have to weed through other people's, um, you know, people who have very common names. You might want to know, for example, if they have someone related to them. uh, And then you can view, for example, here on the skip trace results, this person is related to this other person named Alexis, for example. So what you often want to do when you're skip tracing people, it helps if you know there are two people who are associated with each other. And what you can often do on the public records um, is if it's a married couple, you will see both of their names appear in the deed. And that often, if you scroll down on the website here on CAD. Uh, you may just see one person's name in the owner column, but you might also see multiple people's names in the, in the deed records. And that's one way you can figure out, okay, this person is related to this other person. And when you go to do the skip tracing, you can kind of weed through the other, uh, the other false positives and find, okay, this person is married to this person. And I see that other, you know, the spouse's name in the related to field. And I, so therefore I know it's probably going to be this person. So there's a lot that goes into it. You can also pull up Facebook um, to try to find those people on Facebook, see if you can find out people that they're related to. Uh, so it, is, it can be a time-consuming pro- process. Sometimes it works well right off the bat, especially if they've got a unique name. Um, you can just search directly, and you'll get the contact information. Uh, that being said, uh, that's kind of why I mentioned it is a bit of a tedious process. Uh, you do have to do a bit of... Um, kind of investigative detective type work on each single skip trace. So the other alternative is uh, you can leverage another company's work um, to do skip tracing for you. So for example, at Real Estate IQ, we also specialize in doing skip tracing. So you can send us the name and the address of someone and we'll kind of do all that work for you. Uh, And the services that we use leverage multiple databases to kind of um, pull uh, pull up results uh, multiple skip trace results and kind of aggregate it together to give you a more more confidence and a more accurate uh, skip trace uh, representation. So I'll show you quickly what that looks like. So I'm going to pull up one of the lists that we've already skip traced. Uh, so I'm going to pull up the June, actually, let me do the, um, the May uh, pre-foreclosure list here. And... Let me drop into full screen here and also zoom in a bit here so you can see it a bit better. So this is an example of one of the lists we provide. Uh, It's the pre-foreclosure list for Austin and San Antonio. And we do some pre-skip tracing already for you. And one of the things that you will get is, of course, the, the contact information for the individual that you skip trace but you will also get uh, the relative's information. So the next of kin, essentially. So if you skip trace, if it's the husband that you skip trace, you'll also get the contact information for the wife. And um, so you get their information, their name, their address, their phone number, uh, and email address as well. So that's a, we kind of do that, that legwork for you so you don't have to do that. Um, and this information, again, is validated across a couple data providers. We don't just go with one source. So that way we're able to bring a, a higher hit rate, which is the hit rate for skip tracing is if you look up 100 people and you get 70 results, we call that a 70% hit rate. Um, the typical, uh, typical hit rate, assuming you're not skip tracing people who are you know, who, uh, under a business name, that's that's difficult to do. Um, It's something that we are actually exploring uh, and looking to offer very soon here. But assuming that you're just skip tracing individuals, you should be able to find people about 80% of the time, um, or I should clarify, you should be able to find phone numbers about 80% of the time. And of those 80% of the phone numbers you find, it should be accurate maybe between 60 to 70% of the time. That's the general uh, industry standard for skip tracing. Uh, the reason for that is there is no single master database that stores uh, everyone's contact information. So this information has to be kind of um, compiled and, and purchased from various data vendors. And some people are just completely off the grid and, and not um, not easy to find. So that being said, that is the general skip tracing process um, where we started with figuring out who owns the property based on the, the county database, and then we figured out um, how we could use a free service to position us, (laughs) to help us find the best, um, you know, give us the best chances to find the contact information. Uh, And then, of course, if you're, that's a lot of work, or if you've got a very large list, you can leverage Real Estate IQ services to do the skip tracing for you. So that is the skip tracing. Let me know if you have any questions about skip tracing or finding the owners. Otherwise, we will move on to the third and final aspect of our due diligence, uh, which is lean searching. So let me just quickly check the chat window here and make sure I'm not missing any questions, All right. Uh, so last but not least, lean searching. So the idea here is, um, let's say you're interested in a particular property, uh, you wanna make sure that um, you know everything associated with that property. What is the ARV? Of course, what are the repairs? Which again, is a separate uh, discussion. But you also want to know if there are any liens, if, that, if the homeowner has done, it, done something to cause a lien to be attached to the property. Uh, because depending on what the lien is, if you buy the property, that's going to impact your bottom line. You're going to be responsible for Uh, for that uh, to a certain extent, Uh, also depending on the case, the type of the lien. Um, So it's important for you when you're you're approaching the homeowner. um, Of course, hopefully they tell you the full situation, but again, you don't want to believe everything you need to verify for yourself. Um, And of course, as I mentioned before, uh, when you do a lien search yourself, that is definitely, that is by no means a replacement for an official lien search with the title company but again, it allows you to go into the negotiations um, to position yourself well, so that you know all the details, you know all the numbers going into the negotiation. So, uh, the way that you can do a title search without um, officially opening title for a title with a title company and having them do the search, uh, you can basically search on the um, the county recorder, uh, the county recorder's office. Um, might also be called the official public records for that county, or the the uh, deed recorder office for that county. Um, so that is one way to do it. Of course, at Real Estate IQ, many of our leads that we offer are already searched, and kind of uh, we've already listed the major liens for those properties. Uh, we're also searching for mechanics liens, HOA liens, um, hospital liens, and all those. Uh, But you definitely, uh, no matter what list you're working, you always want to do your own due diligence. You always want to do that search for yourself, especially if you're about to put a property under contract, you want to do that due diligence. And for that, I suggest you can go right to the source, which is the county, again, the county recorder's office. So let me pull that up real quick here um, for you. So again, using the example of Williamson County, you can type in Williamson County um, Recorder's Office. And uh, you get, I believe, I know it's the the second site here, but I'm going to go to the first search result so we can navigate to it together. Um, So from here, you often want to click on, there's usually a button that says search online records or something like that. if you click on records here, there we go. And it pulls up the Williamson County clerk. And what you can do here is do a public records search. So the tricky thing here, uh, this gets complicated. It's not very standardized across all the counties. Uh, some counties allow you to search by legal description. Some, I believe some allow you to search by address. Uh, but here in Williamson County, you have to search by the names of the people. I believe you can do an advanced name search and you might be able to search uh, by legal description here, but I know in Williamson County, the best way to do it is to search by name. So I'm gonna pull up that property here that we had searched earlier. And I'll type in the name here. You often again have to kind of wrestle with the formatting. You might wanna delete some commas. You might wanna delete the middle name. But um, what you can do is search by name here uh, and hit search, which is at the bottom here. And what you can do here, you get, sometimes again, depending on the name, you'll get tons and tons of results or you'll find exactly what you're looking for on the first try. But what you wanna do is verify by the legal description that that is the property you're looking for. So we go back to the county the tax appraisal or the central appraisal district. We look for the legal description, which is Turtle Creek uh, Turtle Creek Village, phase one, section A, lot I, lot eight. So we just wanna make sure, lot eight, block I, Turtle Creek. So this is indeed the property we are looking at. So here's the deed. Here's the deed of trust. Uh, so you would see other items here. For example, if the person had an HOA uh, that they did not pay, and the HOA placed the lien on them. You would see that here. You would see a lien, and then if they paid off that lien, you would see a release. So here you can see there is a deed, two deeds of trust. So they probably did a refinance, and there's two releases associated with that, uh, with uh, with those deeds of trust. So it looks like this person has paid off the mortgage in full, which is this is a good lead. You know, it looks like it's a free and clear property out of state owner. So uh, that's actually exactly why I was interested in this particular property. Uh, so this is a quick way to do a lien search, but I wanna show you what it looks like if there's if there's another lien on the property. So to do that, bear with me for a second here. I am going to pull up our uh, liens list and intentionally search for a home that has a lien on it so that you can see what it looks like. Um, so here is here it is, I'm gonna search for these individuals here. So I'm gonna go back to Williamson County, go back, do a search. I'm just gonna do one name, you can do one name at a time here. Um, okay, no results. So this is, ah, that's the problem. I, you need to do last name first and then first name. That is the case with most of the counties that I've ever come across before. Um, So last name first, then first name, and then you will see here, um, deed, deed notice, deed of trust, variance. Okay, so what we were looking for was the mechanics lien. So this person has a mechanics lien filed on their property. Depending on the county as well, most of them, again, most of them allow this, but you can click on the lien, you click view, and then you can see exactly what the information what the circumstance was. you can see you know the address, the name, um, and then the I think the situation there there's a ten thousand um, uh, dollar construction related lien here so uh, so this is all the information that you can pull up on that particular lien so you you want to know that about a property, especially if you're going into um, into negotiation with that person. You want to make sure you understand what liens are there. You know, um, you know exactly what you're dealing with. So that being said, again, uh, real estate IQ, most of our lists we offer, we are all already doing some basic lien searching for you. Um, you know, for example, this mechanics lien was, it came from one of our lists. I um, And going back to the first deal I ever did, the HOA lien list, I was able to find that deal because I searched specifically for people who had liens on their property. So that being said, I'm gonna switch back to the presentation um, and check. I think we do have a question that I wanna address here before we, uh, we move on. So bear with me here. Okay, so Brad is asking for skip tracing. Ah, how do I recommend crossing numbers against the DNC list? That's a great question. So. Most, most of our clients actually opt not to pay attention uh, to the DNC list, but this is something, again, um, it's, our, it's, it's a choice by, uh, by our clients. Um, the general idea is that we know a lot of investors who are not following the DNC list, so it makes it difficult to compete with people who are calling people on the DNC list. Um, so we don't currently actually scrub uh, against the DNC list. If you are interested, if you want to know if something's on the DNC list, let me know. We, ca- we do have the capability to check that. Uh, but just know that, for example, if you submit a list, I did this the other day for, uh, for 10,000 leads, Scrubbed against the DNC, I got about 2,500 back out of those 10,000 that were not on the DNC. And this is also factoring in the secondary phone numbers for people. So for most people, their primary phone number is already on the DNC list, surprisingly. Uh, So what we can do is we can check to see if some of the secondary phone numbers are not on the DNC, and you can call the secondary numbers. That's going to significantly drop your, your volumes. Um, but if you're interested, um, let me know. Uh, DNC, so the other question here, if, it, if on the DNC, is it okay to text them? It's a very, very gray area. Um, there are people who say that it's okay. There are people who say it's not okay. Uh, I don't think we've seen any hallmark um, or landmark um, legal cases yet that definitively say one way or another. You're, I think there's less risk but there's, it's not, the risk is not eliminated. Uh, but again, most of our clients, they, they know um, that they're still texting. That is one thing a lot of the large, larger volume uh, clients we work with, they will text people for sure on the DNC list, but they will kind of pause and, and think about calling them. Uh, but again, that, is, that comes at, at your risk um, as well, so please be aware of that. Um, Carlos, hey Carlos! Uh, thanks for stopping by. I think if you wanted to type something in, um, there's a bunch of um, uh, gibberish strings in there. Not sure if you meant to type something else. Let me know in the chat window if you had some other questions. Uh, that being said, um, I'm going to move to wrap up the presentation. But feel free to keep the questions coming in. We, you know, we'll, we'll dedicate some time at uh, at the end of the call as well for some Q&A. Um, so I went over very, very briefly, uh, the tools we have, um, so deal analysis suite. um, you can do your CMAs, uh, through fast CMA. We do have a tool, uh, to help you quickly estimate repairs. We partnered with, um, a local, um, uh, construction firm, uh, the rehab gurus to create that repair estimator. Uh, So definitely check that out. I think we have some videos online that uh, feature the repair or sorry, the, um, the rehab gurus explaining that calculator. And then last but not least, we also do have a deal analyzer calculator um, that helps you analyze you know, your ROI, your IRRs. If you're a numbers person, uh, likely we've got the, the metrics built into that analyzer. So that's the deal analysis side. Um, on the deal finding side, we talked about the 45,000 new leads every month. So we've got uh, off-market leads for people for lists like pre-foreclosure, liens, evictions, divorce, and so on. Um, And then our version of the county database that we were searching um, is called County Data Finder. The cool thing there is we've kind of unified all the county databases into one. So you don't have to learn how to use the county database for Williamson and Travis and Bexar County and Hayes County and all that, you know, for if you're in Austin and San Antonio, you can just pull up our database. Um, We are refreshing that that data every single month or bi-monthly, depending on the county. And then last but not least, we do have a service called MLS Deal Finder, Uh, especially in today's market, in today's conditions. I think we're going to start to see a lot of good deals on the MLS as we're shifting from a kind of uh, seller's market to a more balanced market. Um, So but still, the, the key with any deal that, is, that has visibility on the MLS, you want to act quickly on that. So the MLS Deal Finder is a tool that allows you to automate your search of the MLS uh, and find good deals on the MLS, either good deals in, in terms of the discounts, like you know maybe 30% off the market value, or a good deal in terms of the cash flow if you're looking for um, a cash flow of buy and hold property. That being said, if you've got... Uh, if you want more information, or uh, if you have more questions, definitely stick around. I'll answer your questions um, at the end of the presentation as well. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, reach out to our customer service team, our, the, the phone number is there, they will give you a response within two hours, or we'll give them a call at that number: 8449293325, or again, email us at customer service at and as a quick thank you for being here, we do have some free services and reports. We've got our discounted uh, deals heat map, the rental income deals heat map, and the pre-foreclosure deals heat map. And then of course, uh, we do, as mentioned before, we have many, many vendors in our business that, um, that kind of are the cream of the crop. We've, we've partnered with them, again, personally, I've done uh, a lot of business with, with our vendors. Take, take action now. Now is the, there's no better time than now to find some great deals. And that being said, happy deal finding to you all and hope to see you at some of our other webinars. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.